say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are many who believe that the disclosure process is not new, but has simply entered a different phase. They argue that disclosure actually started decades ago and was part of a strategic plan to prep the global population by means of books, movies, TV shows, and other forms of popular entertainment. Me in a personal one-on-one sense, like I've just never believed in God. Like I believe more like in like a higher civilization, you know, mm -hmm. like, like aliens or something. Like there's something out there as old as the universe is. Mm -hmm. I think aliens are gods. Yeah, I believe in aliens. I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? I'm your host, Isaac, and you're listening to the Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture podcast. Today, I will talk to you about Juice World updates. If you haven't listened to my show I had on recently, examining the work of the young man named Juice World, the rapper that died mysteriously now. Now it's a mystery. We're going to update you on that. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp with Michael Jackson. How are the two related? Well, you'll find out. 5G, KGB, OG. We're going to talk about Terrence Howard rebuilding Saturn. And of course, it wouldn't be a shotgun blast of updates without some alien talk. We're going to talk about a disclosure agenda by the folks from Ancient Aliens. It's all going to be here first. I've got to do a little housekeeping, and you love the housekeeping. I know you do. <laughs> this is where I will catch you up on the latest and greatest of what's going on behind the scenes of the show. And I told you recently that I'm going to shut down my... I used to... So, okay. So, for the show on iTunes, I read the reviews. And I told you I'm going to start reading them once I hit 1,000, and I mean that. 
we're at damn near 900. So if you wanted to drop a review and for me to actually read it, because I take it as constructive criticism. I want to know where I'm letting you down so I can improve to give you what you need. So we're damn near 900. I need you to drop that review if you have some feedback. Do you like the show? Do you not? I get some one stars on there. I get some hate. If you think those people are wrong, you better voice your opinion. If you think there's somewhere I can improve, you better voice your opinion because once we lock this thing in, I'm rolling. And, uh, yeah, so Nettie No Alien, Dankenstein, Sweet Basting, Dempsey Fighter, who actually reads the blog. <laughs> can you believe that? Someone still reads the website, IlluminatiWatcher.com. I used to post articles all the time on there. Thank you for reading it, Dempsey Fighter. Uh, these are all the people that dropped reviews, by the way, since the last review recap. Gucci Lou calling out those freeloaders. Thank you. Guinea Pig Mom, give me four stars, not five, because she, she, he or she, I assume it's she, I don't want to assume gender, though, says I'm liberal, but I'm not really. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. You tell me. Lil Glaze Donut. Okay, Nelly. AK from the 215. Ricky Sticky Icky. Drop five on them so I can shut up about this already. <laughs> Love that. I want to shut out, shut up about it too. Blindfolded Robbery says, I'm the most woke and I should look up pronunciations before the show. Good thought. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. There's too many weird names out there. I'll try. Like I said, it's constructive criticism. I don't take it to heart. Chels May, Mel's Blood, B. Yilly87, Ray, BD Matty, Zonax, Denopt, Red Dust, HP Cash Money, Libra, Justin Hendricks. Oppenhext, JWM, Boots Bailey knows what's up, listening to the show at work, that's what I'm saying, after man, you need to double dip, open up your mind while you open up your wallet to get them big uh, paychecks from the man, Pab's the dreamer, hates Christians, gave me a one star, Taylor Cruz, gave me a one star, Wiffy Gang, or Wifey Gang maybe, <laughs> would like uh, longer shows, you know my feelings though, I don't want to stick around too long, it's like the movies, you make it longer than an hour and a half and it's too much. I'd like to keep it concise, get to the point, and get out. Gray's Gallery, Liz, Fateful Day, linked JK Rowling to Crowley, nice touch. Bosworld, Peaceful Warrior, hey, uh, Peaceful Warrior, send me a message email. I'd like to clarify your comment in particular. Hit me on the DMs, or uh, better yet, IlluminatiWatcher at gmail.com. I want to know what's up. Seize, Gomer Pyle, what up? Truth, Amber, Dredek, points out Crowley character on Gods and Omens. I haven't seen it. Me, dude, give me a one star. Canuck, got name jokes. Elroy, one star, wants no ads, and a free show. Well, hey, even Disney Plus costs money, and they're brainwashing you, so uh, I'm just trying to help people out. North Face Kid, Shredsville's on Patreon. What up? Last Emperor says, good waste of time if you're bored. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take a five-star with a uh, little sneak diss. Crick, will be on Patreon. Azrain's on Patreon. Jteam333, Shiver says the Solomon episode gave them clarity on life. And support the show on Patreon. What up? Uh, <laughs> someone whose <laughs> username looks like they hit their head on the keyboard. KGKGHJKG stays woke. R Hog. Danig. JD's hating ass. Give me a one star. Sleepy Warrior. What up? Glenn. Smaley. And Chronic Colin. We're all caught up. Now, as far as uh, the Patreon feed goes, because I know you're curious about what they're doing over there, where the winners are, where the greatest people are. There, I added, I added a new, uh, a couple new things. You can now not only do you get the Dark Path ebook, you're gonna get Kubrick's Code ebook. 
with a video I made, two and a half hours of Kubrick stuff, clips from the movies. The Shining, Clockwork Orange, Eyes Wide Shut. It's all right there. And, of course, 2001 Space Odyssey. How could I forget? But I'm also offering a new deal, Tier 2. Tier 2 Patreon supporters, that's the top tier. You get every single book I've ever written. But now, until February, if you sign up, the and I'll probably renew this, by the way, <laughs> just to be honest. I tell you I'm a bad businessman, and I mean that. I'll probably renew this. Because I want to give the Tier 2 people something worthwhile. After they read the books, then what, right? But Tier 2, you're going to get a shout-out on the podcast. I'll pr- probably do these the first week of the month. So, like, the first week of January is the next one. You'll hear names like Denali and Michael, what up? Sign up for the Tier 2. Much love. And then, of course, I'm going to do, for Patreon, I'm going to do a New Year's special this year. I'm going to go over my top 50 rappers list, and I'll probably do that on a separate show because I know half of you could care less. But I'm going to try to make it entertaining. I'm going to I'm gonna count down my top 50 rappers. I'm going to have some controversials on there, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to give you uh, top 10 conspiracies of 2019. Uh, is Epstein on there? Probably. He's probably number one, right? Top 10 events of the 2010s. Is Epstein on there? Probably. He's probably number one, all right? I'm going to give you uh, the results of my predictions back for 2019. If you recall, I said Takashi 69 would be out of prison. Well, December 18th, he gets his trial, or uh, verdict, I should say, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. The judge is going to dole out the punishment. And let's see, will I make it? Will I make the cut? Did I predict it right? Takashi would be out in 2019. This is before he was snitching, by the way. Anyway, and then I'll give you some 2020 predictions. That's all. Only for the Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. You know all about it. You're so tired of hearing me talk about it. If reading the reviews is accurate. So that's it. Let's get on to today's news. We're going to... Oh, and then one more thing. Uh, Space Cowboy and Patreon wanted me to make a music playlist. And guess what I did for Space Cowboy? A music playlist. It's on Spotify. I'm going to put it in the link to the show for, you know, the next few shows, I'll leave it in there. Uh, if you're on Spotify, you can go take a listen. This is my 2019 My Favorite Songs. I'm not saying that you're going to like them. I'm just saying that I did. I called it Boner Jams. In uh, appreciation for the anniversary of the supposed moon landing, which never happened. In the honor of the phallus, of the obelisk, of the giant uh, shuttle, the Saturn rocket. The big boner jams of 2019. Check it out on Spotify. I got a link in the description for the show. Check it out. Like, subscribe, whatever. I actually thought it was kind of fun. I might do that in the future. Maybe every year I'll do that. My favorite songs of the year. So you can judge me for my shit tasting music. <laughs> uh, all right, Juice World. Let's talk about Juice World. I talked to you about how strange his death was. Well, it got stranger. Stranger things indeed. Turns out, so here was the TMZ said. First, they said the the pilot called the police, the federales and the uh, you know TSA and all them folks when they landed this private plane, saying, "Hey, I got this plane. It's got a bunch of black dudes with guns and drugs, and we really can't have that here in America." I don't know what he what he or she said, but the pilot called, snitched, as you will. And that's why the police immediately were waiting for this plane to land and got on board. Well, it turns out they had 70 pounds of marijuana 
And then sometime during the raid of this plane, ex or extentation, uh, Juice World popped a handful of pills, and that's what caused him to have a seizure. They gave him Narcan. That didn't work. And it, he, in fact, did die around 3 a.m., as I postulated. The witching hour. Now to make so like that story completely doesn't add up in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I talked to a guy who knows an actual pilot, and that pilot runs little Cessna private planes, and that pilot confirmed that indeed there are no requirements when you're flying around on a private little plane from airport to airport. No one checks your plane out. There's no TSA. There's no no nothing. There's no police. They don't do that unless they're specifically called like this happened. This was a setup. A setup. Why? And then why would Juice, having 70 pounds of weed on the plane, be worried that they're going to find a few uh, pills on him, on his persons? That he was like, oh, I got to take these drugs real quick. That doesn't really make sense, does it? I think they say over two and a half pounds is considered trafficking, so like they were going to be in some trouble. But still, like Juice was blown up. Why would he not? Why would he not consider staying alive? I mean, this is, unless this was a suicide thing. But academics dropped a video of him having a good time on the plane prior to it landing. It's all very strange. None of it makes sense. To make things weirder, there are some TikTok videos that were going around for months prior. Apparently, I don't do TikTok. Clearly, too old for that. It's but it's an app where kids dance to music. And apparently there was this thing called the lucid dream dance challenge where you act like you're having a seizure. Why would that be? And that's exactly how Juice World died. Isn't that strange? Could it be that these kids on TikTok were charging the sigil, charging the meme magic? We talk about this all the time with the idea of ritual magic, the cosmos. As above, so below, the world is connected. That's what the occultists believe. And you Christians too. Us Christians, I should say. We Christians. Prayer. Where does that go? It's an intention. And if God deems it so, God makes it happen. Now, of course, the occultists, they believe that they can be God and they can deem it so. That's the big difference. But yeah, so these kids on TikTok were charging up the sigil, much like we saw with Keck the Frog with 2016. No one believed Trump was going to win. No one believed it. It, it, Clinton had it in the bag. But they were charging up Keck. I had a whole show on that back in 2016. Check it out. Also, his girlfriend, I, I already forgot her name, Allie something, she has a... Freemasonic tattoo on her torso of a compass and square. Very strange. Very strange indeed. Is she Illuminate confirmed? Did she have him killed? I don't think so, but weirder things have happened. But yeah, those are all the updates to the weird saga of Juice World. If you want more, listen to the last show. Talk about it for way too long. Uh, oh man, someone sent me... I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. It's a movie. I think it's like a Fast and Furious movie. Totally missed me with that kind of stuff. But apparently Brixton Lore is a character on here who's getting transhumanism upgrades throughout the film. Just thought I'd add that in here. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp now. Johnny Depp working on a Michael Jackson biopic film. 
Uh, turns out this story is incorrect. It was, in fact, what the orange man calls fake news. I'll lay out the correct story, but let's have a little fun first with the Johnny Depp fake news version because it was way more fun when it was happening. For a few days, this was going around. An upcoming unauthorized musical will focus on Michael Jackson's life story from the perspective of the King of Pop's iconic sequined glove. To make the project even weirder, Johnny Depp is on board to produce the show, which will debut on January 25th in Los Angeles. Penned by Julian Nitzberg, For the love of a glove, an unauthorized musical fable about the life of Michael Jackson as told by his glove, began as a more conventional biopic before the sexual abuse allegations against Jackson changed the focus of the project. Quote, I'm known for writing a lot of biopics. A major TV network wanted me to write a Jackson movie, but the question came up about how to deal with the child abuse allegations. Nitzberg told Page Six, which is where I got this article from, by the way. Quote, I said, how's this? Everything MJ has been accused of has actually been caused by his glove, which is actually an alien from outer space and feeds on virgin boy blood. They laughed and said, can you do the normal version? After the biopic plans collapsed, Nitzberg pursued his offbeat idea and transformed the biopic into a musical. And uh, Huffington Post published a corrected article Confirming Nitzberg is in fact working the story and Johnny Depp is not actually involved because originally he was. Now, clearly you know where we're going with this, right? There's another article I'm going to read you a little bit before we break it down. Nitzberg told THR that each glove alien can give people magical musical talent if it drinks their blood and has part of their body inside of it. But there's a caveat. It can only feed on virgin boy blood. One specific alien glove attaches itself to Jackson at a young age. But Jackson alone cannot feed the other five alien gloves. And he begins using other young boys to sate them. Now, you know where we're going. Did you listen to my show on Dr. Sleep recently? Dr. Sleep and The Shining and The Steam. It's all related to this idea of the adrenochrome. And how curious it comes from Hollywood, this old story about MJ feeding the alien the blood of a virgin boy. You know, it's all it's all the rage in these Illuminati circles, and they're making jokes about it now. <laughs> Strange, huh? The, Of course, this is the idea you see at Bohemian Grove with the cremation of care ceremony, sacrificing a young child in effigy to the god the pagan bloodthirsty god of the owl. And in this case, it's the, uh, you know, the Chef Boyardee glove here or whatever. Now, what's curious is that we also find out the name of Johnny Depp's company. Now, again, he's not involved with this, but he was originally alleged to be involved. It's called Infinity. oh boy, Infinitum Nihil, which is, of course, a play on the term nihilism, which, of course, is a larger part of the big Illuminati occult agenda. Apathy. Because apathy will lead the way to what? Occultism. We have to first place doubt in the Christian God, in the Abrahamic religions, if you will, religion in general, organized religion, 
and I'm not defending it. I'm, I get it. There's some gross stuff that happens in organized religion, and they want to place doubt in that. They want to place doubt in God in general, so they push the science and the atheism and the nihilism. None of this means anything. None of it. We just die and turn into dust, back into stardust. But, like, that's not fulfilling because our brains don't want that kind of world to live in. It's not very fun, is it? So we'll fill it with spiritualism. We'll do the yoga and the meditation and all that stuff. And it eventually leads to the Luciferianism. That's the end game. So, of course, nihilism is a part of that, part of that agenda. God is dead, as they say, as uh, you saw on Rosemary's Baby, right? Let's talk about the KGB. Anorexicist sent me a video. It's an oldie but a goodie. I've never seen it, but it looked like it was filmed in the 80s or 90s. And what it is, I'm going to play clips for you so you don't have to find it. The, uh, the idea here is that this defector from the KGB is very worried about the future of our country. And... Well, let's 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 get it. There's a few talking points I extrapolated out of here. You can watch the whole thing clearly, and make your own decisions up. But he talks about some interesting ideas. He talks about this ideological subversion. What is that? Well, it's the covert changing of reality through psyops, something we've been talking about for many years. Not a conspiracy. It's true. Psychological operations exist in our world. And he talks about how Hollywood has us believing in spies like James Bond. Uh, but the reality says 85% of all change that happens through the coordinators, through the Illuminati, if you want to call them that, occurs through ideological subversion. It's, what is it? It's a psyop. Psyop to change reality regardless of what information actually exists out there. And the problem is you can't come to a conclusion because you've got conflicting information. And this is in the form of different mainstream medias, I believe. And then he says, in 15 to 20 years, you can demoralize an entire nation. (laughs) And how do you do that? Well, you mess with an entire generation of students. And he talks about the Marxist ideals being pushed into students in America. Uh, This is... Uh, a couple minutes, so here we go. Subversion, that is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears open up their eyes and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type uh, of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my Uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower 
is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind, even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of, the, uh, of the United States society. So the Marxist-Lenin regime will not allow for dissent. And the rebels like Jane Fonda, who spoke out against the government, will be squashed because equality is in fact not achievable under this plan. These people who've been programmed and, as you say, in place and yes. who are favorable to an opening with the Soviet concept, mm -hmm. these are the very people who would be marked for extermination in this country? Most of them, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, simply because the psychological shock when, when they will see in future what the, what the beautiful society of equality and social justice means in practice, obviously they will revolt. They, 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 will, uh, they, they will be very unhappy, frustrated people. And the Marxist-Leninist regime does not tolerate these people. Uh, they, obviously they will join the links of dissenters, mm -hmm. dissidents. Uh, unlike in present United States, there will be no place for dissent in, in future Marxist-Leninist America. Uh, here you can, you can get uh, popular like uh, Daniel Ellsberg and filthy rich like Jane Fonda for being dissident, for criticizing your Pentagon. In future, these people will be simply squashed like cockroaches. Mr. KGB says that destabilization 
comes after the demoralization. This is the idea that the facts are confused. That's what I was talking about earlier. The different mainstream medias telling you different versions of reality. And in he says it takes two to five years to do that. That's So we've got the, the demoralization where the facts are confused and then destabilization happens two to five years time frame. Uh, you've got the economy foreign relations and the defense all get intertwined in this and the crisis takes uh six weeks and then the normalization period happens where people accept their fate and this is what we saw with the 9-11 and so like for okay so to go back he was saying how you can demoralize an entire nation and change the attitudes by messing with an entire generation of students, 15 to 20 years. Where are we right now? We are at 18, 19 years after 9-11, right there in that period. And I believe at the time there was a big, there was a big argument when they tried to introduce the Patriot Act with all the powers to spy upon us. At first, people were very much supportive of it because they were behind the, uh, you know, rah-rah, kill the terrorist stuff which one could argue is a psyop we'll cover that in a future show i've got a whole 9-11 discussion we could have but they passed the patriot act which opened the door for all the spying and then you've got the snowdens and and uh those types that are trying to say hey they're really spying on you and people are pretty apathetic to it and i would argue that the generation was demoralized and the young generation could care less that they are okay giving up privacy to Zuckerberg and the CIA. It doesn't matter to them because the attitude of, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what's it matter is prevalent in today's society, unfortunately. But one must understand this opens up the door to big brother government. The tide of, uh, of ideological perception of reality uh, back to normal, n- normalcy and, and uh, patriotism. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, uh, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, And you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as as, uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in '68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis. 
to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. He will go to Moscow to kiss the bottoms of, of new generation of Soviet assassins, never mind. He will create false illusions that the uh, situation is under control. Situation is not under control. Situation is disgustingly out of control. Most of the American politicians, media and educational system trains another generation of people who think they are... So, Mr. KGB sums it all up saying that the way to combat all of this is through education, which is what I aim to do. That's me and many others, smarter and better than me, aim to spread awareness and understand that we do need to question authority sometimes. I'm not, I'm not anti-USA. I'm just anti-establishment because they've been lying to us. And I think people need to wake up to the idea that they've been manipulated through a coordinated effort of the entertainment and the mainstream media. In fact, in fact, if you followed my Instagram at Isaac Weishaupt, there's time to go do it now. I published a video on the Instagram stories, which actually reminds me, I need to publish it on the regular feed as well for those of you that don't make it in time. But I listened to the Evolution of Horror podcast, and he had a guest on there, a Thelemite, who talked about how Kenneth Anger's movies are in fact a ritual. Kenneth Anger himself talked about this. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime, and once you put me back into a period piece with those old flapper 1920s era time frame you got me i'm all yours so let me tell you about this game called june's journey we're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery danger and romance as you immerse yourself into the world of june's journey a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test play as june parker and investigate Beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder with hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles. The next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I, I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And, and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning. All right. In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks, trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this, and you're gonna love it. They play real like mad chill music, so it's kind of relaxing too. You get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such. So look, if you're into detective work, solving clues, finding clues, scandalous family secrets. Uh, you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever. This is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? 
June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a ritual meant to pull the audience into the big plan. Not the audience's desire but to plant the desires of the filmmaker and the Thelemite and the Crowley uh, ideology into the masses. It's the same concept. That's why you see so much interlap, or overlap, excuse me, overlap of the uh, the intelligence agencies with uh, the Satanists, <laughs> like Michael Aquino, right? Michael Aquino, the Army officer, ran the Psychological Operations Division. So here you have this KGB defector guy, and maybe it's a psyop in itself. We don't know. But he's saying a lot of stuff that resonates and makes a lot of sense. So uh, good find. Thanks for sharing that. 5G. They're rolling it out. It's time to die. <laughs> Say your prayers. The kill grid is active. It's juicing up. If you haven't listened to my two-part series, I advise you to do that. did that a few months ago. For episode one was called The Kill Grid. Episode two was called Endgame. And uh, published in July and August of 2019. Get familiar. So it turns out, and on it I discussed the the pros and cons of 5G. The pros are gamer nerds will get their game on at a much faster rate. The cons are we all have to die for it. And that's because the EMF radiation has an effect on the body physiologically it has an effect and the fcc is a big lobbyist revolving door with big telecom and they're trying to tell us that it's safe meanwhile there's no studies in fact the the only real study they've done is on these rats and in fact the emf radiation was giving them tumors and stuff tumors in the big dumb heads but worse yet i would argue that our body, with the DNA, the antenna, is sensitive to uh, disruptions in the EMF spectrum. That I don't know that the 5G kill grid will liquidate us all. I do believe firmly that it will increase agitation, anxiety. Did you uh, see the the uh, directed energy weapons they were shooting at? the Americans in the embassy, the U.S. embassy down there in Cuba and China. They were shooting directed energy weapons at these people's heads, and now they've got uh, cephalophilus. <laughs> the thing uh, Will Smith found in the football movie from the, the sports ballers, the pointy ballers, were playing the game and they hit their heads too hard and they get brain damage. Well, that's the same brain damage from the directed energy weapons. So, I would argue... 5G is a mini-directed energy weapon. And on Monday, December 2nd, T-Mobile launched their 5G network. First carry to offer it up. And much like I explained in the episodes for 5G, it's just lexicon trickery for big telecom. Because it's actually not true 5G speeds. We're all supposed to be braced for to change our world. 
And in fact, on the article on CNN I read, they actually call it, quote, 5G dream, because it's just a dream. And uh, T-Mobile is actually using their existing 4G equipment to make this supposed 5G network, because it's really just a 4G+. Plus. And if you listen to my 5G breakdown, I gave you the history of the the idea of the 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. And it's all nonsense because we never really got 4G, to be honest. We got LTE, which is basically 3G+. And the big telecom loves a good publicity stunt, so they call it a 4G, but it's not. It's 3G+. And now they're doing the same thing. It's, a, it's 3G++, calling it the 5G, and it's not really that. It's all marketing. It's all manipulation. Edward Bernays taught us best. And these are the people we're trusting to have thoroughly vetted the safety of the microwaves that it will disrupt all of society. The five, the mobile, uh, the T-Mobile 5G network is on the slower band because if you recall, I, I explained there's two different speeds of 5G, right? You had the slower one and the faster one. The faster one's, of course, going to cook your brain much faster. <laughs> but, uh... Most phones don't even have these because the phones, you're going to need a new phone that has the two 5G antennas and the old 4G antenna. Or maybe it's the other way around. But anyway, it's going to need two antennas for sure uh, because the 5G has two different systems in it and one's going to be much faster than the other. But iPhone did in fact release some news that they will be having the uh, the 5G phones out this year, so... If you're into that sort of thing, there you go. What's next? Oh, this is a good one. Before we get into the aliens, here's a good one. Terrence Howard. He's an actor. And this is way back in September. And I didn't catch it. I didn't hear about it. But uh, my homie met a rule, slid in them DMs and hooked it up. So I I found it. And uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Is it worth talking about? Because Terrence Howard is being interviewed on the red carpet for, I believe it's the Grammys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and he said that he made the discoveries with science that Pythagoras was searching for. The open flow of life properly and how he opened up the gates to the kingdom and there's wave subjugation. We have to teach the generation about the new energy. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? All energy is expressed in motions, motions, waves, waves, curves, and uh, straight lines make the platonic solids. It's all very clear. And um, he opened up the flower to find the gravity. It's not a force. And he's going to rebuild the planet Saturn without the gravity. Let's, let's hear it from the man himself. This is in the house. Terrence Howard here. You made huge headlines when you said after you complete these 15 episodes of Empire, you got to walk away for a while or forever. For good. I'm, I'm, I mean, everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever, but I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? That, that's a big remark. Yeah. What, what, what do you intend to, to do? 
Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's, it's the thing that holds us all together. I'm sharing that on, on Tuesday when I receive my star, I'm going to be able to prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force. I'm putting something on YouTube really? where I will build the planet Saturn without gravity and build the Milky Way galaxy wow. without gravity. Okay, let's unpack what he said. Because he said all kinds of crazy stuff here. Let's talk about platonic solids. What are they? Well, they're three-dimensional shapes. So, for example, instead of a square, you get a cube. Instead of a triangle, you get a pyramid. And they're called platonic because of Plato, who associated the, the, uh, the earth, the air, the water, and the fire with the solids, the platonic solids, were the building block of nature. And Pl Plato, of course, is pivotal in this whole conversation of the occult. Neoplatonists are uh, one of the central groups you can find within this this idea and terence howard talks about the platonic solids and refers to rebuilding saturn because that's what all of this is all about it's about the platonic solid cube representing earth the building block of the material world tied in with saturn the the occult concept of constraints measurements so it gave us time, they say. So this cube, it represents the earth, and it is considered a sacred symbol by the Freemasons. That is why they, in fact, stand on the cube during rituals to the worshipful master. Because the cube is the building block of nature. And the material world, manipulating it and understanding it is crucial to their understanding of the uh, ritual magic and all that, right? It's about connecting in with the cosmos and the unseen. It's the Saturnian force of measures and constraints, which of course is the ruler and compass, which of course is tattooed on Juice World's girlfriend. Now, Johann Kepler used the existing model of six planets back in the 16th century to create a model of the solar system. And the first five planets were enclosed in an orbital sphere created by Saturn. So you got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, and Jupiter all inside of Saturn's orbit, inside of Kepler's solar system model. It's called the Mysterium Cosmographicum, if you wanted to look it up. But this is back in the day when they thought Saturn was the furthest most planet, the sixth planet. That is arguably where the power of 666 comes from. And it is considered the adversary. You've heard me talk about this before. Uh, but yeah, it's the adversary. It's basically tied into Satanism. Okay? That's all you need to know. And Terrence Howard is going to rebuild Saturn. Why is he going to do that? Well, it's part of the order out of chaos. Ordo ab chao. They want to break down our world and rebuild it in the occult vision. It's an alchemical process. Okay? You wonder what these Illuminati folks are into. This is what they're into. Destroying the world as we know it and rebuilding it. It's a tall order. 
You can read a book called Lords of the Left-Hand Path by Ph.D. Stephen Flowers for more on this idea. And I'm going to read you a paragraph. Quote, Saturnian teachings give primacy to darkness. Darkness is said to precede light and to provide a matrix for the manifestation of the light. Without darkness, there is no light. The dualism of the FS, which is... uh, that is the abbreviation for Fraternity of Saturn, the Saturnian Brotherhood cult. The dualism of the FS does not seek to destroy one pole in favor of the other, but rather it seeks to go beyond the polarities through experience of both extremes. The knowledge of good and evil, if you will, my friends. That's me talking now. <laughs> the both Experience of both extremes. Duality. Good and evil. Experience both. They're both fine. Who's here to tell you that evil is so bad? I'm here to tell you whatever you want to hear. You do what you want with it. Uh, I'm telling you, evil is bad. I'm going to go out on a limb. It's very brave of me to say that. When uh, we talked about that uh, French guy last time on the Dr. Sleep show, talked about the French guy killing them kids. Because the demon told him to. Well, that's evil, right? Can we can we say that's evil? Can we agree that that's bad? We don't want that. Well, these weirdos don't. They're okay with it. That's that explains the the deviancy behind the things they do. The zodiac zodiacal sign of Aquarius is ruled by the planetary force of Saturn. So these New Agers. They want to focus this new age, the new aeon, the age of Aquarius, which gives way to the following age, which is the golden age of transhumanism. It is all part of the alchemical transformation of our world. Again, it's turning lead into gold. And, of course, the planetary associations representing Saturn are lead and the sun is gold. They're turning the lead into gold, the Saturn into the sun. Do you get it yet? Are you with me here? wild stuff and Saturn of course represents historically represents the pagan gods the bloodthirsty gods that wanted to devour the children in the in Greece it was Cronus in Rome it was Saturnus and they believed this deity was the ruler of a golden age golden age for who well not the little children's <laughs> not the children's it was bad times for them that's why Saturnalia is a holiday of human sacrifice to Saturn, Satan, the forces of evil, which, according to them, isn't so bad. We need to experience all of it. So the point is, you got a deity representing Saturn being fed children to provide the golden age. You can read about this in Hesiod's work in, Works and Days book. And over time, Saturn was conflated with Satan, and they're both depicted devouring children. And some people will claim that the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden was in fact a reference to this. And the forbidden fruit was actually a reference to eating babies or humans. And people will claim that Cain ate Abel. Because Cain is short for cannibal. Cannibal. And Saturn, of course, is the black outer planet of evil, which needs to be reconciled with its opposite, the power of good. It's the Baphomet. 
all coded language. So if you watch that Terrence Howard interview, it makes a little more sense if you want to buy into all that. Next, let's get into aliens. Oh, you couldn't wait for the aliens. Here we go. Oh, boy. So the International Space Station, they had some footage that got cut off when the cosmonaut reported to see an alien. Quote, NASA abruptly shut down a Russian cosmonaut who appeared to be describing an incoming UFO that could be spotted moving on the ISS live stream. The cosmonaut seemed to acknowledge the presence of an approaching UFO that was slowly moving upwards before he was interrupted by the NASA ground control, according to theorists online. Footage ca- the footage was captured on the NASA Space Agency live camera stream on November 21st. The alleged UFO sighting, picked up by self-proclaimed UFO expert Scott Waring, has prompted claims that powerful governments are aware of alien existence. How do you become a UFO expert, by the way? It's kind of like... It's kind of like I'm an expert on the occult, I guess. <laughs> you read enough books? What's the minimum number of books? I don't know. Do you have to see UFOs to be an expert on it? Nobody knows. So this expert, he presented his finding on a YouTube channel and blog, ET Database. So you can watch that if you desire. And he claimed the footage shows the UFO uncloaking, which reveals a trio of alien spacecraft moving across the ISS live stream. And he points to a conversation between the Russian cosmonaut stationed on the ISS and NASA ground control as proof of something suspicious. And you know my point my point of view on the aliens. It is... I could be talked on either side of this argument. I do find it questionable why we're being told so much that they exist now. It's strange. And we'll get into that a little bit more when I get into... I got a lot of alien stuff, okay, in the works. I got a book that I'll never get done writing at this rate. That writer's block thing is real. And I've got maybe 20 pages of it written, 30 pages, something like that. I've got a lot more to write, but I'm trying to wrap my head around it. It's also very confusing, uh, which I originally said 2020 the book would be done, and there's no way. Probably 2021. Next. 90 Day Fiance, that's a show, and I've never seen it, <laughs> but there's a guy who thinks the aliens are gods, and, uh, well, let's hear what he has to say about it. Me, in a personal one-on-one sense, like, I've just never believed in God. Like, I believe more, like, in, like, a higher civilization, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, aliens or something. Like, there's something out there as old mm-hmm. as the universe is. Mm-hmm. I think aliens are gods. I think gods are just kind of like misinterpretations of uh, what people, you know, think they've seen from back in the day. And, you know, their version of a spaceship, you know, they, they, they portray people riding down in clouds and, and then disappearing off into the sky, you know. I mean, how else can you explain that, you know? It sounds like a spaceship to me, you know. Yeah, I believe in aliens. So, yeah, this guy thinks they're gods and that proves the power of ancient aliens. The cog- like I said before, the cognitive models are getting blurred. They're giving us shows that arguably could be true or not true, depending on what you want to believe. And our minds, the science behind this is our minds won't understand the difference eventually. Eventually it becomes reality. And the uh, 
he, I mean, he says it. He says, I think gods are misinterpretations of what people have seen back in the day. I believe in aliens. He could be right. I don't know. I wasn't around thousands of years ago. I just know that these occultists sure would be interested in making this a reality. As would the roots of NASA with the Nazis and the Parsons and all that stuff. They would love nothing more than to have the world believe in aliens as their new god, as the new religion. But I'd argue that there's room for aliens and God and religion all in one world, right? God could have created the aliens. Could have created the dinosaurs, right? If you want to believe in dinosaurs. Finally, Ancient Aliens, they had an episode on disclosure, and wow, wow, we does this not support the argument about the manipulation going down right before our eyes? They're saying the government's getting ready to spill the tea. Demands obedience, right? I think they're going to persist in ignoring it because there's just a, a lot of social pressure to, to scoff. You get societal breakdown after a while when the people in charge lie because it makes it impossible for people to accept anything, any explanation at face value. Um, and it corrodes the bonds that, that connects the government to its citizens. So I think it's very likely that we're gonna learn more. There are many who believe that the disclosure process is not new, but has simply entered a different phase. They argue that disclosure actually started decades ago and was part of a strategic plan to prep the global population by means of books, movies, TV shows, and other forms of popular entertainment. 45% of the American people right now, when polled, say that, yeah, the ETs are already here. Well, they've been watching movies since they were five years old about extraterrestrials. We have been heavily indoctrinated or educated on the concept of extraterrestrials. We fly in spaceships uh, in, in our CGI movies. So the idea that suddenly we're told there's extraterrestrials actually here as being some unbelievable, had no idea kind of thing. No. So, yeah, Tucker Carlson, he's talking about this kind of stuff. How entertainment prepped our minds to understand the true nature of these alien gods. Of course that's what it is. That's what Tom DeLonge has been pushing for. That's what this whole thing is about. That's why the History Channel has all these shows about the aliens. Entertainment in the movies and the TV shows, they've been prepping our minds to accept it. Now, if, you wanna, if you're on the uh, pro-alien, and, and look, if you're pro-alien or anti-alien, you've got a home right here on this podcast. You're, you're with good friends and family here. But the, if you want to be pro-alien and say that they exist and we're just not being told the truth about it yet, you could argue that originally, back in the day, the Brookings Institute had that study and they said that people couldn't handle the acceptance of aliens back then. And Big Brother, Illuminati, whoever, decided, well, let's try to ease them into it. Let's ease them into the aliens by showing them on movies so that their mind can prepare to understand this stuff. And sure enough, the studies have been showing more people believe in aliens, as is evident from the 90 Day Fiance guy. So now we're ready to accept it. So what's the next step? Well, the next step is to provide evidence. Arguably, they've done that with the video footage from the Navy. 
I'd argue against it. You heard my thoughts on that on the David Fravor episode. But on this show, on Ancient Aliens, uh, one more clip for you here. There's a guy saying that it's a contract. It's a contract. Our world, which makes sense, right? You pay taxes. The masses pay taxes and give loyalty in exchange for protection. So the government can't let us know there's no protection. Sort of like uh, 9-11, right? Same idea. I think we're afraid to find out what these phenomena are. But governments in particular are afraid. And the reason for that, I think, is because the contract between governments and their people is that governments provide security and that we provide loyalty to the government. If you even raise the issue of the possibility that UFOs are ETs, then that raises big questions about that contract because it's clear that the government cannot provide security for us from these beings. And that would call into question, well, why should I be loyal to the government and everything else? It would undermine the sovereignty of the government, the sovereignty of the state. So there you have it. That's the latest updates in, from the world of aliens. I know you love it. I know you want more of it. So subscribe to the show and you're going to keep getting it. Because I keep my eyes and ears on the streets of the alien talk. Because believe you me, these next few years are going to be very instrumental to something. I don't know what it is. Is it a deception? Is it ushering in the satanic fallen angels? Is it the alien overlords that will come to kill us? Is it the alien overlords that will come to protect us? We don't know. So if you're on the Patreon feed, uh, brace yourself for a great New Year's special. My top 50 rappers list. Top shows of 2019. Top shows or top events of the 2010s. 2019 prediction results and 2020 predictions. I got I to gotta put my head behind what's going to happen this next year. I don't know what my, my rate of getting it right is. It's probably 10%, 20%. But we're going to talk about all those things. And that's only going to be in the Patreon feed. So patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. Uh, thank you for all your support and all the many ways you do support. I I know, I know I'm hard on you guys to join Patreon. And I get it if you can't. Uh, so I appreciate when you drop the reviews on iTunes. I appreciate when you subscribe to the show. Uh, when you follow me on the socials. That's a little vote of support. I appreciate that. Instagram, at Isaac Weishaupt. Uh, Illuminati Watcher on Facebook. And, of course, on Twitter, at Illuminati Eyes. All very popular venues. I think Twitter's my... No, Facebook's probably my most popular following, but I don't... It's so bloated, I can't get on there. There's so many... So many... It's stressful for me. I got so many notifications and messages, it, I can't... I can't cope with it. I need to get a social media handler, is what I need. Because uh, I do read through most every comment and message sent to me. I quite literally do. Uh, I just can't respond to all of them, so fire them off. Hopefully I'll write back. And until next time, stay woke. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.